Yo, welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. Uh, today I got a, uh, a special co-host who I've been rocking with for quite a while. His name is PK, uh, uh, Paul Kim. What's up? Pastor's kid. Problem kid. Uh, he's known me since I was like the age of like 16, 17 yeah. years old. Uh, I don't know why he was hanging out with 16 year olds back then. <laughs> but <laughs> the dude was... Uh, uh, I, I played at a lot of his uh, showcases that he would do in the neighborhood, um, give opportunities for young Asian kids to perform on a stage, and he, he gave me an opportunity a couple times to perform, and then eventually I hosted and did a bunch of stuff with them. Uh, what's up, PK? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. I've been watching this online, so it's good to be here. Yeah, man. I know you got like 16 kids and shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, PK's out here fucking. Um, but uh, he, got, he got a Mexican amount of kids. <laughs> he does, man. I don't know shit. Three, just to clarify. And collaboration, Asian Talent Show, you can check it out. It's collaboration with a K, Dumbfounded. Literally has done everything on there. You've been, you started freestyle battle. You've performed on there. You've been a guest performer. You've been a judge. If it wasn't for collaboration, I'd be shooting up right now. So thank you so much. You're Appreciate welcome. that. You're welcome. Um, and then um, our special guest here today is one of PK's friend. I just met him right now. A comedian and writer by the name of Ian Edwards. Hey, what's, what's up, up bro? How you doing, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Good to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Welcome to the Fun with Dumb Studios. Um, this is my. Uh, stand-up comedian correspondent from this <laughs> moving forward over here oh all right, all right, dope. yeah the plug to all the so comedians I'm, I'm here on the first day of your job yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well first of all i gotta say uh i've been watching for a long time uh deaf comedy jam i remember uh -huh. just i the whole 20 vhs tape collection i've watched it like five don't times make it sound so old man. <laughs> it is but i'm just saying down. like you paid your <laughs> he and, said the format of the the tape the and, vhs joint and it's yeah. it's awesome mm -hmm. seeing you continue to blow up especially with joe rogan giving you so much props like as you should and yeah, yeah. i'm always going to be thankful to you because you performed at collaboration oh yeah yeah, yeah. And you crushed it. Oh, did 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 he? When did you Ed perform there? I can't remember exactly. It was like 2008 or something around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he, I think it was like the Orpheum. Like it was yeah, big. Yeah. It was a couple was thousand people crazy. and he killed it. Was he the first black guy to ever perform at Collaboration? First and only. Tony Rock's supposed to First do and only. Tony Rock's supposed to do the one after and the security guards were raced or something and said, "No, no, no, no. no. You're not supposed to be." And Tony got all Oh, like, what? Oh, uh, yeah, was like, Fuck but he, this shit, he Tony left. took a picture like, "Hey, I'm here." He showed like where he was. Yeah. I can't Oh, these guys shit. are these guys are being assholes and i go so sorry yeah well he's not the first and only anderson, no, no. anderson packs played it too no no com comedian oh comedian yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah comedian yeah, yeah. yeah anderson packed it collab what happened to collaboration y'all don't do it's, it no more it's still going but because of um this yeah story. asians have mad opportunities now they're like <laughs> oh they don't they don't <laughs> need your little collaboration yeah, they, no this more. shit is too community let's <laughs> exactly. get out of here exactly. that's hilarious it got big at one point we did the shrine 6,300 people. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I, looked, I looked up your Wikipedia page and I saw one thing. I was interested. I was like, I uh, saw that you were writing on Lyricist Lounge. Yeah, yeah. That What was that? Were you just a writer on there or what? Like, Yeah, that, I was a writer on that show. That was like my, probably my, my second writing job ever. And it's like so much fun. Yeah, what kind of stuff were you like writing? Like, like I wrote the some of the, the rap sketches. Yeah. Which I've never done before. And uh, but you know the rappers, you know they do the rhyme. Right. We just set up, we come up with scenarios. scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the scenarios they came up with, but we just collaborated on those and regular sketches too. Yeah, and that's dope. Cause I was a huge yeah. fan of that growing up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that was so creative. I feel like it'd be dope to have something like that again. But yeah, that should definitely be back. That was a fun show because uh, Hollywood is weird. 
Yeah. Because they bought the show, right? But I, I feel at some point they feel like they're still not. We bought the show, but we really have no intention of putting this show on the air. Right, right. You know, and and you and you find that out when they really intend to put the show on the air. Yeah. So I was there for that moment when we like we're doing a pilot and we're writing and we're working on it, and then we go to the MTV studios for like a table read. Yeah. And the rappers are all there and all the actors are there. So then we have to like do the sketches and the rappers are not just reading it they're performing the shit and it's like hot yeah and they're killing it and then you could see the execs minds go we got to put this shit on that's tight and we we might have been bullshitting before right right or you'd be like yeah we're gonna do this y'all, thing, th- y'all this just was like it's gonna make yeah, it on but yeah. they were they had a like a moment like yeah. this shit's right. tight oh, right. yeah we gotta do this yeah that's dope. It was yeah. fun to be there for that. I feel like, yeah, a lot of this shit, you got to kind of see it up front, and that's probably what they experienced when he saw it live. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know because I mean? yeah, cause they, they, their shows, you know, they pay for, and and after a table read, they're like, we're not doing this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So you could, or there's people who lose a job that they've signed, like, a, a few years contract for in a table read. Right, you know, if you do a terrible job at the table, you, you they welcome you. There's food. Your name is on the table. You have a parking spot. You have a terrible table read. That's fucked up. They're like, I think we got the wrong person. They don't. Oh, they man. don't. They don't consider it might be a bad day or this person will catch up to speed. Yeah, this is this is way more ruthless than sports. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I think it's also like it's a test of like chemistry. I think with the cast, right? Like that's what it is. Like if- I, I think execs don't have time to do more than one chemistry test right so you just you just have to deliver as a performer yeah in that moment that they've given you or else yeah it's a wrap and it was crazy like uh i read a book malcolm gladwell blink like the human mind like whatever preconceptions they have whatever like as soon as they meet you it all factors in to mm-hmm. their judgment in that moment like yeah I, blink, i've given blink. pretty unfair judgments to people on first impressions yeah, too first impression oh, yeah. like, like why what what type i think it's just vibes or something vibes. some people have like a unfortunate face too <laughs> yeah, yeah. no no real talk <laughs> no 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 like some a, people have a, an kinda, unfortunate i have face. that sometimes too where like if i'm there's some friends of mine people are like hey what's up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and then for me i'm like i'm standing right here too motherfucker. right right <laughs> But you know, so some so I I get what you're saying. Like yeah. everybody's not always open to me. Maybe something I'm giving off. And then some people are like mad open. Yeah. It's just, you know. I mean it was like also for me, like when I was growing up and I was rapping, I was like the arrogant young, like underground rapper mm-hmm. and I met like my managers now used to be a group that did super pop like type music. Mm-hmm. And and I've known them forever, but back in the day I was such a like lyricist that I was like yo fuck this mainstream <laughs> shit and I hated him forever mm-hmm. and That's then hilarious. a couple of years ago I was I met with him and they were like yeah man like we should work together like, I can help you out and stuff and I was like damn why did I hate these guys again <laughs> like you know what I mean uh-huh. it was like fucked up and but you could do that shit with relationships forever like you never know until you actually sit down with them and you're like fuck I'm the asshole yeah 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 you know what I mean I've realized that many occasions where I'm the fucking asshole and you know I didn't give a fair assessment of that person but I'm yeah glad. and they could tell that you were being an asshole to them without you being an asshole to them so then they were standoffish yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happened to me. I've we, done that. We were talking that last time with uh, Bobby Lee and uh, Bobby Hundreds who were here. We were talking about these invisible wars that we have. 
with people. Where like we have this like hatred Bo- for each other. Bobby has a Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee yeah. has a thousand invisible. Yeah, that's wars. true. <laughs> yeah, his shits are visible. Yeah. <laughs> his shits aren't even yeah, invisible. There's a lot of wars going on in Bobby's head. He's 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 a great fucking human being. Yeah, it it is. It's <laughs> yeah. Bobby's an interesting character. He seems so positive too. I don't know for the most part, like the energy exudes, but yeah, somehow he has mad beefs. Yeah. Um, he has beefs. He has more beefs than rappers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hilarious. But uh, with who he, that he thinks he I, has? No, I mean I just hear people. about him. Like you know, obviously stuff on his show. Like guests, his friends will come on the show and be mm-hmm. like, "Remember we hated each other?" For, or like, "I hated you," or "You hated me." I was like, "Damn!" Like, what did you do? That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I Bobby, uh, I know he kind of had a falling out with one of our comedian friends. I don't want to say, but at Laugh Factory, I didn't know. And, Just say it, Kevin uh, Shea. <laughs> he was on the show. He said it. I, oh, he listen, did. I don't know what happened, but that's Kevin's fault. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like I, you know, at the. Uh, I'm just gonna say, Kevin, it's your fucking fault. Ken, I mean, the thing, you know, what I like about comedians and their beefs is they don't they'll they'll like really say it like in public yeah, yeah. every chance they get, yeah, yeah, yeah. like podcasts or what. I've noticed that. Like, catch a savage. I had Kevin on here and Bobby. Like, they both just go at it. Yeah. Like Bobby had a whole episode where he was going off on Kev, and then Kev came on here and he said his piece. And I gotta watch. But I, you know, I I was drinking and laughing. I was hosting, and then I they were both on the same lineup, and I guess this is my first time they've seen each other in a while. And I I brought them together, like I I pushed them together, and I did this emotional. Oh, they were pissed. So I did this yeah. emotional speech because I didn't know how deep the beef went. I was like, Hey, you guys are like my older brothers in comedy. You guys are my role mm-hmm. model. Come on, let's kill the beef. Stop. And they were just staring at each other, and then they walked away. <laughs> and I go, What? Like, what? You better take that positive shit somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I go, What happened? And I was like, Whoa, this is uh, deeper than I thought. So I, no, it's not even deep. I think it's a super petty. If that's what from what I've heard. I've heard both shits. And I was like, this shit is petty as fuck. Yeah. Knowing Kevin is probably petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, just going back to your shit, like um, a lot of the shows that I feel like that you've written on or been part of, like, I'm just curious because I'm kind of learning about the process of like mm-hmm. writing and getting on shows. and But it seems like a lot of the shows is has like a similar kind of vibe and is it stuff like you've kind of chosen to work on or like or is it just something you just kind of encountered on, on your path to like you know project to project kind of uh, or do you get like picky with projects too like now that you say that yeah at first shit just happened but then now um, I, I have I can afford to be picky mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I don't I don't do everything right but at first but I, I think a lot of things organically happened that I ended up doing that I would want to do anyway. Yeah. Even at, so if I wasn't picky, I would have did the things that they gave me anyway. Yeah. Like and I now like that I am picky, you yeah, got the power I'm, of no I'm still now. Doing the, no. Still doing the things I want to do. Yeah. I feel like if you, yeah, because I feel like maybe if you weren't, uh, picky about shit, like your resume would be like kind of all over the place or some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It'd be like, Full house and then like boondocks and yeah. some shit. I don't know. Like yeah, and I've I've done some shit that I didn't want to do. You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta survive so you can make money to right. stay in the game to do the things that you want to do. But for the most part, I think 
I got lucky and did most of the shit that I wanted to do. You were hilarious when you're on punk. I remember you used to play mm-hmm. a bunch of roles on punk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was that fun or was yeah, it that was fun too? Yeah. Punk'd. How, how yeah. did you how did you get in punk? Was uh, I, I saw that on the on the Wikipedia. I was yeah. curious about. Yeah, that I saw the episodes. <laughs> you're hilarious. So straight faced and never break character. Yeah, yeah which is like easy for me to do. I'm just straight faced, <laughs> Ian and shit. Cats came out of there too, like Dak Shepard, right? Yeah, he yeah, came yeah. out of that too, and he had his own little solo acting career with all that shit yeah, yeah. but so, so like because that there's not many regulars on a show like that that's well, like a very particular kind of joint like well that well i went on it well dax and them was first and then maybe i'm like season six or something right 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 and they were having auditions but the funny thing about the audition for me booking that was like i knew kevin hart back in the day mm-hmm. we used to hang out and i know jb smooth and like maybe a week before the audition, like I hadn't booked anything the whole time I'd been out here. And I was like, I need to start asking my friends who book shit, like how they book it. Right. So I had a conversation with Kevin and he gave me some ideas. And I had a conversation with JB and they gave me some ideas. And I kind of went, I went into that audition like a week later when I got it, the audition. Yeah. And like just kind of like used some of the shit that they told me. What was and, some of the stuff? Uh, I, I think was it like pu- audition tips or what? Like, it was kind of audition tips. Like, like I seen, like Kev was like, you don't have to know all the lines, mm. and don't let not knowing all the lines trip you up. You just have to. They're, they're more into like believing you are this person right. than the lines on the page. Right. And then I just saw how those guys have no inhibitions and they have fun. And it's those are like little things, but they're huge in an audition room. And then just knowing those things and it's like, oh, so I could just say whatever the fuck I want and not give a fuck and just give them a take. You know what I mean? Right. Like a solid take. And don't let not knowing the words trip me up and just be loose. Yeah, like that helped in that audition. That's, it was that's like the an same improv shit audition. for me. Like I yeah. feel like uh, that's the thing that fucks you up when you try to get word for word yeah, type yeah. shit. Because most of the time, when even when they have a script written word for word, it's the way that you wouldn't normally talk. Yeah, exactly. So that shit really fucks you up. Yeah, and some writers can't write. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you're auditioning with writers that can't write. I've, I'm sure people have auditioned with shit that I wrote, and they're like, I fuck people up in auditions, right? Too. So yeah. Yeah, I mean they're not—they're never gonna match the way you're gonna cats are gonna talk yeah. like from your script and stuff. What's one of like what's a project that you've written on that you weren't feeling? <laughs> uh, oh, I did a short circuit with Nick Cannon. Oh, what was that? That was like a it's like a sketch show, okay. and it was going great at first. Was that MTV or what? It was MTV, okay. and it was going great at first. It was amazing, like with, and then I don't know the. The showrunner started kind of tripping. Yeah, and then then there was a, a a head writer, and then like one week I just said to him, "Hey man, I'm not coming back after tomorrow." Yeah, yeah. And then it was a, it was a Friday, and he's like, I, "I I get why you would say that," and then I just didn't go back. What was he? Were they trying to do like an all that situation or something like that? With, with all like all uh, like Nickelodeon's all that or like? No, nah, it was supposed of, to be like an edgy like, sketch show. It yeah. was, and and it actually ended up turning out good, but the, I I don't know if they made some adjustments after I left. But it, it, it something the the, the showrunner was kind of like 
he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah. He was kind of erratic, changing his mind on stuff. And I was like, eh, I'm out. Did you did you start doing stand up before you started writing or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, stand up got me like writing jobs. I saw that like you were like uh you're British Jamaican? Yeah, I was I'm my parents are Jamaican. I was born in England. Oh and, shit. But we moved to Jamaica when I was nine. Okay. And I grew up there. So I you, feel like maybe that you still got like a little accent yeah. or something. I kinda hear it. Like absolutely respect. <laughs> uh but that you're a big soccer fan too, right? That's part mm-hmm. of it, like when you're over in uh in the UK. Yeah, I grew up on soccer, man. Played yeah. it my entire life. Watch the Premier League now. Who's your team have again? a podcast about it. Uh Manchester United. That's right. My yeah. boy is a huge uh he he's he used to have a podcast on the ringer, um with he's a Korean dude, Donnie Kwok. Oh um, yeah, and he, he there was a whole like soccer thing. Oh, right. his team. I f- like I wish I was more of a soccer head. I just when Korea comes around, yeah, and just shit, World Cup, <laughs> like all the K Town red we, shirts and shit. We like, got a big player. Y'all, y'all a big Sun. You a big Sun fan? Yeah, yeah. I'm a he's big a Sun, Sun fan. fan. Sun's killing. Right? I tag yeah. Bobby every time now because that's his rival team. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I just read some shit. Yeah, about him. Like, didn't he break some records? Fifty some goals. Shit? Yeah, first Asian I think in Premier League to do fifty goals. Yeah, yeah. he's good, man. He's good. Like, I remember him seeing him like a few years ago, and. The guy I do the podcast with, Martin, he's a Spurs fan, and I'm like, Sonny's good. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, ident- I, I want to take credit for identifying how good I thought he was, like, way before everybody's like on him on his dick now. But <laughs> that motherfucker. Even before the Koreans were on. Yeah, yeah. Even before Koreans, before, before, yeah. PK. It was crazy everybody. as the chance that they have. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and everybody does it in unison. They're wasted, and like you know, they don't have those kinds of y- unified songs, you know, like that they have. Like who start who, during the journey during, uh, during the get match? I don't know how they started. They I read an article a long time ago. I can't remember how they started, but I know now they use the internet, and now everybody knows the song. Everyone knows the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, PK, uh, just. Uh, Cause we haven't been able to get you on here because f- you've just been busy as fuck. And like, how's that been balancing everything? You know, with uh, your three kids. As you can see, I'm drinking a blue monster <laughs> right now, and uh, I'm dying. Cause I've been trying to schedule you to get on here for so long. You're like, I'm only available Saturdays from the hours of 11:39 <laughs> to 12:15. That's true, man. Well, you know, I'm a recruiter. I get rejected all day, like nonstop cold calling, and then I do, do MC weddings on the weekend. I do stand up at night and three yeah. kids. But like that's what, crazy. But man. what I see, Ian and uh, you know the people who I've been watching, like when now that they're blowing up, it's that's for me is the inspiration and dream to do what you love and stand up. Like what Ian said, now he has the power of no. I don't have the power of no. I got to do whatever I can. Just get every job, every you know, what I'm saying like so that the power getting to that point. Do is, you like hosting weddings? Uh, not anymore. I've done five hundred of them. I'm jaded. What type of weddings you do? Mostly Asian, but I've done all different types. De- oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm, when I'm done, I'm gonna write all these bits about everything. I can't do it now because it's gonna kill my the gigs. <laughs> you're so, like, yeah, you're like kind of official in the wedding hosting game. Low I'm key, not gonna like. brag, but in in the uh, <laughs> in the L.A. Southern California area, if there was rankings for Asian M- uh, wedding MCs, top three, bro, top three, Hilarious. right here. I've you done five hundred. You ever host a wedding? And like, check out a couple and be like, they're not gonna make it. <laughs> yes, but I can. I can never say. The interesting thing about PK's hosting weddings: out of the five hundred, there's a 
300 divorce rate on his <laughs> wedding. So I'm not saying that's all you. I'm not, I'm but. Not, saying, not saying he's a bad luck host. But yeah, What's crazy about weddings, and I feel conflicted about it, is because it helps pay the bills, feed my kids. Mm-hmm. But inside, you know, and I'm married too, and it's, yeah. you know, marriage is hard. But the the success rates are not good. It's 50% divorce rate. Wow. And then out of the 50% that are married, they're not all happy. We're talking about like a 25% success rate why are people getting married then out of tradition their families i feel like it's kind of a a old and dying tradition tradition. but Mm -hmm. in the asian community there's still so many cats getting married like even young people tradition friends i know you know Mm -hmm. they're all like i'm getting are they happy like the dudes that are getting married no like you know what's funny so a lot of these (laughs) yeah (laughs) i no no i think the dude i'm very happy babe a lot of the girls (laughs) that i partied with in Mm -hmm. k-town growing up like you know were like fun and ratchet and they settled down with like a way more different type well, they, want the, they want the way bad, more they, type they want the bad boy early and then they want the yeah nice i was the fun guy and then like <laughs> i'm just like oh one dad got away and she's with some herb and you, i'm like oh come on man yeah you were you were the hoe you're the slut <laughs> i was uh, they used you and then they went on i was used and abused to, man to like a herb dude i was used and abused uh, like it's, but it's like uh i feel like it's good if for stability for kids other than that i don't know it's just tradition. People just do it out of tradition and like families. I think the- it assures them that they're locked in. I think that's what it is. And, th- and you're yeah. technically not because you can separate, you can divorce or right. whatnot, but it's harder to split. Like, you're, I mean, if you divorce, like they're taking half your shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. So you got to be committed. Like if you don't want half your shit taken. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also this too, when you wear it, your shit gets it, taken when you're committed. Half your shit is that, taken. That's a that's a good you point. You just don't you just don't that. see it like that. But yeah, that shit. is a good point. Yeah, you can't it, use your TV every time you want to use your TV. <laughs> Both accounts are all linked. Yeah. Your oh yeah, but that so you can't spend the way you would want to, right? Because you know you're, you're accountable to somebody. Is that like that with you? Like, do you, does she have? Does she see? Yeah, yeah everything money. Joint everything, yeah, yeah, it has to be all right. So, you can't have some random like Venmo transactions. <laughs> That's very <laughs> sus. Like, what is this? Maybe, would, maybe you could have some uh, like a, a cash app account that when you're sharing, share, sharing though, the dumbest things whenever I get inquiries of the shared email, Chris and Amy at Gmail, whatever that never lasts, you know, that, yeah, like we're just going to use one Gmail account together and then that fades away real quick. There's you no know? like weird purchases that. I mean, not weird, but like, you know, you say you want to, I mean, does that go away the urge to kind of splurge on like a big, you know, materialistic item? Like when you're married, I'm just curious, like, of course, that just goes away. Like it goes away. No, I'm saying like you get regulated. And so you have to set rules like, hey, anything over 100, we got to talk about like That's you hilarious. can't just go buy anything you want. You <laughs> right. Know? Like what's an example like of something you yeah. might buy? I mean, even like uh, some electronic equipment or whatever. You know, like you, you just, I'm like, I just want it. And I've done it before and then gotten yelled at. Like, you can't just use the <laughs> money and buy whatever you want. It's funny. It's like, I got, I want to buy this piece of electrical equipment. <laughs> right. But I got to go and put up a law case. <laughs> I got I to gotta present a case. True. And my wife's in, an attorney. Like a proposal. Like a proposal yeah, 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 for yeah. this. And my so wife's it's, an it's attorney. It's a PowerPoint yeah. thing. And you got to have a deck. Walking back and forth. What my client <laughs> is saying, Your Honor, is basically. You got to have a deck ready <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and present your deck in a keynote presentation. <laughs> yeah. Um, damn, that's <laughs> yeah. that's rough, bro. <laughs> it's, no, yeah, it's just. And also, when you have kids, the, uh, you know, uh, love you, babe. 
thank you <laughs> but uh it's she just because you're exhausted you just the sex life just man it's well that is like yeah i mean you talk about it a lot <laughs> no i'm just saying you know, on stage because you know uh -huh. they're trying to build a bit about it but it's just it's just when you see all the single friend entertainers in their life you just got to kind of block that out like damn dude you know it, listen, man, the grass ain't always green on the other side. Yeah, yeah I keep hearing yeah. that from people who are having a lot of sex. <laughs> but it's just sex is problems. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. what do you mean? I don't know. Expand. <laughs> no, I don't think, like, I don't believe that all rappers and everything just get mad pussy all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't believe that shit because I know a lot of rappers, too. And, peop like, performers are awkward people. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what cats don't realize when they're not, you know, this grand performer or entertainer like they're awkward off stage they're not like they don't go up to girls and try to spit game and that's it's that easy for cats yeah, yeah. people are really socially awkward like in the entertainment business Some in real life yeah, yeah like you know and that's why maybe they have that thing where they're funny or they rap and shit because then girls come up yeah, to yeah. them but they're not cold call type people right where yeah, they yeah. go up to girls and like, what's up girl can i get your number like the ugliest homie with the worst job like that motherfucker's outgoing like in, in the circle mm -hmm. who's you know just kind of he breaks the ice and shit and, yeah. yeah you're married you can't get me too <laughs> yeah, look at the brighter side yeah. of things yeah, yeah that's a good it's, point it's, 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 listen it's good and bad to both yeah of you know course I mean? no not I, I mean I now that I'm older my kids are getting older I'm I'm all about it focusing on stand up and trying to you know make the dream come true but if there's a point when you're drowning and like the bills and mortgage and on kit mm -hmm. where if you feel a dream slipping away and like you get depressed that's when man. you fight harder bro yeah <laughs> that's so you right. go harder that's true yeah, if you with someone who's trying to drown you hold your head on the water you like you'd fight harder it's when you leave yeah. your kids for a couple yeah. months just go <laughs> tour <laughs> can i ask you something though? would you say because i feel like for you it happened everything organically you're never like it's just you're just being a dope comedian just keep writing and everybody knows you're dope. and then it was uh I, mean, I remember when joe rogan he pretty much kept talking about how dope you were did uh -huh. you feel like that huge like a lift in terms of like man it's opening up more uh i mean it's a gradual thing yeah because like fans of joe are fans of joe he's a but monster like, he's, he's, like, he's killing it man yeah you know but and then they have their own lives but it, but it's it definitely helped a lot and uh there's still like a lot more work to be done i don't i, I can't just rely on uh joe and, and a lot of people have like helped out and that's a good thing about comics like joe uh, burr tosh and just you know conan like i, I think when people think you're funny and like comics love funny you know the comics they love other people who are funny right and sometimes your first fans are other comics who think you're funny mm -hmm. and and then they'll you know they'll if they have means and ways to like push you or anything they'll do they'll they'll, they'll help because they love funny i always find it weird though because like you know i've known this even on the music side like no matter how for me i've had big cats like try to co-sign or whatever but mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean like all of a sudden like you get right. this surge mm -hmm. of people who fuck with you you know mm -hmm. you can get a dude with millions of followers on instagram like post you and yeah you won't really see that many you know people coming over trickling yeah. over you know what i mean and I, yeah i feel like i've never really had like ever 
kind of that one thing that was kind of a break really my shit's just been kind of just gradual yeah get grabbing a fan by fan a little bit mm -hmm. you know um be nice to have that one like moment where yeah it's, just it's, like it's, a, it's 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 all gradual plus i think instagram is kind of throttling like yeah. like people's accounts from growing that's how i feel about mine and then but the good thing about joe and burr you know like when i, when I have shows coming up they they told me just let me know and they'll like repost and tweet and, and that shit helps a lot that's tight yeah, that, yeah. they'll be like you can let me know to post it instead yeah. of like being like can you post this you know yeah. Yeah, yeah i'll just i'll just hit them up i don't do it like a, a lot you know, yeah you know because you got to use that shit right like, yeah i was just like hey you know yeah but you're probably like one, only one of a few handful of people in the world that can i mean so here's the thing mm -hmm. at the top of the top when you say like comics you know the support level that's at the top you know i'm in the mid level and there's still like everybody's kind of and then you go to like the open mic scene where people are st it's it's like just it's not love you know it's like it's like a lot of <laughs> oh the, the open mic scene just like you know when you see the top like of course yeah. they're all supporting love each other and you know i remember andrew schultz said this video like yeah in la like everybody's loving yeah that's at the top when everybody's you know Hilarious. where there's love right and everybody I think, I think there's love in the open mic scene though i see like like a like some of it going on and i see like a lot of a lot of love there's there's definitely way like less people, people who are people fighting barely making their paint rent payment you know like everybody's I, I mean just... i've been seeing it's it's been a new experience for me you know i've only been doing stand-up like a couple years now and like mm -hmm. when i go to these uh it's it's funny too because you know i i come from the music side and i'm mm -hmm. getting booked for shows and festivals and stuff but like when i try to do comedy i gotta like slide in the dms like totally. please can i get five minutes <laughs> you gotta work. especially for, like now. the most struggle like shows you know but it's dope it's humbling but i also do that because i came up that way in music yeah. you know mm -hmm. and i understand like that's how you do it and get respect in the game Definitely. like i was just in new york last weekend i just did my first new york show and i did that because somebody they posted a comedy performance it was it was at it was at some bar called Vaughn and they had mm -hmm. comedy shows in the basement and stuff. But it was super indie, mm -hmm. but it was dope. Like every comedian on that lineup was hilarious. Yeah, they were dope, and you can tell the scene is like strong there just from the people there. And, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say this is the, there's the most stand up comedians there's ever been? Yeah, ever. Most right? Like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. wouldn't you say you know back in the day there like most female comedians weren't that attractive, but there's so many hot female comedians now. yeah there's a lot there's there, there are hotter female comics like with a ton of followers right. and so i'm like what the there's heck there's nothing like it's, and it's funny what you said earlier it's like there's so many there's a lot of hot female comics and you slide in their dms not to fuck but to get spots <laughs> <laughs> hey that's slide in your dms get on your show <laughs> there's also a lot of people a lot of i mean this has been going on there's a lot of comedians who produce shows that mm -hmm aren't that funny you know but they produce the show so like you like slide in there and like <laughs> please can i get on this show and you get on it and like it's 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 been some awkward situations you know what i'm saying i don't want to even go in there let's just not go in there. no let's air our beef nah, nah, you, nah, you nah, have nah, any nah. beef you have any beef for you with anybody <laughs> no nah, but it's dope i mean i i feel like I, i'm learning more about like there's so much more there's a lot of crazy indie shows around town there's so many shows you know, obviously man. you know the two main clubs in sunset but beyond that there's so much shit. three main clubs in sunset but i'm there's even in kate there's new rooms popping everywhere i used to do some shows 
in a bar with you cafe blue in, yeah cafe blue in oh K-Town. really yeah, yeah. yeah i'm trying to start a thing there yeah, yeah just because i think they have a good setup you no know, you know it's a, it's literally like our home but it's not good for comedy man it's good for music nah you gotta you gotta train it wasn't the waiters and shit i think yeah it's not if because there's nobody will be quiet there it's nothing i love cafe blue it's like mm-hmm. my favorite place in case no we gotta just just force it and just train them train the audience I'm gonna pass on comedy over there, <laughs> but I'm gonna try to do something. We'll see what's up. Yeah, let's do it. Try it and see what's up. It, it wasn't bad. I had fun there. What ma- what Blue. makes a good what makes a good room actually? I mean, like what I like about this Tao of comedy place uh, over here on Vermont is that it's just tight space, low ceiling, enclosed, quiet. Like you could just you know it has to be quiet. Even if like one group of people at a booth are talking, it just like ruins the whole. You know yeah but that's because you know most places are comedy clubs the comedy clubs like that's what people go there for you gotta you know you gotta be quiet yeah the other places if you do it in pop-ups you gotta let them let people know that it's a I night know. of comedy i know but yeah. some people a good trained audience obnoxious. yeah trained a good audience. trained audience and you enforce the fact that it's hey this is comedy night yeah and the people who come there want to see comedy and the people who don't you kind of get rid of them in the nicest way possible yeah and then you know people have a good experience and keep coming back and telling other people you know and you know in the right type of room intimacy is really good for comedy yeah yeah you you said this before pk about like because you've dealt with a lot of untrained asian audiences for comedy i feel like Uh, yeah you know i'm just saying like a lot of I've, I've, a lot of the performance, even at collaboration, a lot of those people had never experienced stand-up comedy. Oh I yeah, feel yeah. like yeah. I remember Joe Coy came and crushed it, but he like was one of the first people. But I, in terms of Asians, you know, like were the most uptight, and a lot of like religious concerns. Like when, you know, like if they a lot of Asian people if they heard Bill Burr for the first time, they're just like. Uh, Oh, they're like they're just in shock. Koreans or Asian people overall, especially Korean Christian group, but uh, Asians overall are more like, and sensitive. You know, like Latino crowds, black crowds, they laugh at themselves. Well, we're also new. They're very new to newer. Not that they us like I'm Korean too, but we're all new to stand up because even in Korea, like stand up, it just started. Thing, yeah. Like the whole thing just started. Here's the thing that tripped me out too. This girl said in Chinese, there's no word for sarcastic. So when a Chinese comedian like Shang is being sarcastic, they don't even. It's not even something they can comprehend, like the term sarcasm. So mm. they don't even know you're being like you know sarcastic. So, so there's they, no drawing for it. The word <laughs> yeah, right. There is it's one character for <laughs> every word. Yeah, it's no, tree river. No, it's uh, so they they take everything face value, so you can't be you know like that. Even that the the language affects it all. That's a trip. But Asians are mo- oh thi- I hate this guy. You know I've hosted a laugh factory for a long time. Mm-hmm. The guy that's bringing his girl or whatever you could tell he's on a date, and uh, he's just like looking at me, just mad talking. Like don't even talk to me. Don't try to even do crowd work with me. Don't fuck up this date. Asian. Yeah, that, that happens so many times. Kind of like your age. Don't even go there. Wait, wait, just, wait. What do you mean? Like he told you before he gave you a look. No. What, what is it? No, like, like he gives my, you that fit, that vibe. Like every show, like they give me that vibe. Like don't fucking talk to me, dude. Because right. I'm just talk. Because you know right. they think you're gonna like. But not, are you threatened by that or what? Them. No, I mean you, I usually <laughs> gloss over because I only had ten minutes up front, man. Yeah. I'm gonna get into it. You with should him. say exactly <laughs> that to him. Like right. whoever's acting like that, you just say that to him and just break the ice with him. Yeah, I've done yeah. that with like some guys but some guys just look like they're just like buff dude with a v-neck like, <laughs> he's, 
yeah like ruin the mood and like just get all weird with it asians are very sensitive i think definitely that's that's a hard part of it yeah i mean it's it's a the whole sensitivity shit it's a it's a tough time i think uh for asian cats because like there's a lot of asian cats who's been made fun of for a long time what i've noticed about a lot of asian people is like they have this trauma PTSD kind of trauma from mm -hmm. like when they're young in America, True. Right. you so, know, and yeah. I can tell because they're on, I'm on Twitter and I follow mad Asians and they're comedians and writers and shit and motherfuckers are so angry about everybody all the time. It reminds them of something that happened in an elementary school. I think because right? a lot of them are from like the Midwest, like, you know, we grew up like in Los Angeles. Yeah. Where it's like, so you grew up around a lot yeah, of Asian people. Yeah, a lot people. of Asian people and it's not like, somebody was like chink or gook, like you might get stomped out around here, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like over there, yeah. that motherfucker, uh, Asian dude, only Asian kid in Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. he's like, and moves to LA, like he's just like oh yeah. damn he just has all this PTSD That's and true. trauma I've, right. I've seen this like I, I see it a lot with yeah. the Asian community now yeah they're you know everyone has their own so story. I get it I get why they're angry I just feel like it also comes off like they're not trained to to just kind of mix in and talk funny with people about things you know without being overly like fuck the white dude or fuck this guy or, mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it just it comes off a certain way asians don't know how to be ball busters they get all weird with it and you'll see something over and like really like and you're like what the hell yeah, yeah. to me it's like i'm automatic an instinct to me if somebody comes at me like foul or some shit i just want to roast back right. you know what i mean like i don't want to just get all angry like i yeah. want to be funny back yeah and i don't i don't see that often like that kind of retaliation you know we don't we get to lose our temper get all mad. we gotta roast more is that, is that is that why bobby lee's so successful and maybe joe coy because they're kind of different with it they roast back and they have like yeah a lot of fun with it i yeah. think and I it's think a different type of per aspirational personality that they're exuding that other agents like ah, oh, i like that it, that i looks didn't cool. see that angle that yeah. looks cool you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. when cats uh, when you know people make say funny shit to them but they're just kind of laugh it off and then come back at and they you. can handle it yeah, 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 yeah. and if then because i come from the ba I'm battle rap shit too. money in both, of our, oh, thanks. both of oh shit yeah. okay cool is that been an hour yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. thanks pk Fire. thanks brother uh, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like I come from the battle rap world, so uh -huh. I got hit with all the, all the Asian jokes, or whatever. Right. But and then it's funny because I'll come back with some roasts and shit. But if you see the comments, it's like mad Asian fans like angry for me. Oh, because of what the person said. But yeah, that, it's a battle. That's what I'm saying. And, and it's, they're gonna this say is some the funniest shit. thing. I'm like, <laughs> if I battle an Asian dude, mm -hmm. I will come with mad Asian <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like it's there's no there, nothing is off limits, mm -hmm. and I think that's what cats got to kind of realize. YouTube made a, a battle movie, and uh, I was in it. That that's that's you, right? Yeah, that, I was in you that. Know, that's so fucking funny. I'm like, you started talking about battle rap. Called bodied. Yeah, bodied. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just like I I downloaded it on my phone. That's funny. Because yeah. when I'm on Spirit Airlines, they have no TV, and and I got YouTube. That's funny. Right? And I and I was watching. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bodied. Yeah, you yeah. were in. The, yeah, that's funny. It yeah. was the, well the homie. Uh, well, the director Joseph Khan. He's known mm -hmm. for like directing mad music videos back mm -hmm. in the day. Uh, he's a big battle rap fan, and he started working on that movie with another battle rapper, and mm -hmm. just put in like real battle rappers in it right. and shit. Uh, like the main two characters weren't real battle rappers, but the others were. Like, right, yeah, I, I, I know. I know. I know. The black dude is an actor. Yeah, Jackie Long. Jackie Long. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then uh, the, the white the dude white is an actor too. He's yeah. an actor too, but he did pretty good. He did. He, For, he was good. He yeah, was yeah. all emotional and yeah, like yeah. kind of hateable too. A yeah, little yeah, bit. yeah. Um, but the rest were all real battle rappers. Yeah. 
like the Lebanese dude who's the villain, yeah. like Megatron, or whatever. Yeah, that that dude, he's funny. He's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there was this shit he did to that white kid with the glasses. Oh shit, this shit is yeah. So no, <laughs> and his the funny thing is, is that's his whole persona, like in real battle rap. Oh, I like that. Though. He's that, like kind of the villain of the battle rap scene. Yeah, that's some that's some WWE villain. Yeah, intense shit. That shit is funny. Yeah, body was pretty good. That's so funny you saw that. Not, I feel like not a lot of people kind of gave it a chance, but it was actually pretty good. Like, no, it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. The only problem I have with it is like, why does the white guy have to get so good at the thing? People that, were, had criticisms so, about so, that. So yeah, but I think that what the what the director was trying to do is make him a little bit hateable for it too, no, because there's that scene like where he's in. Uh, like the kitchen with with Jackie and his, and his wife, wife yeah. and the wife's like roasting him mm-hmm. for like coming into this world and you know yeah but still yeah. how does the <laughs> white nerdy kid right like, right right get right. ahead of the game yeah, and yeah, be yeah. better than everybody right you know that you know yeah no I feel that I feel that it's always a maybe yeah. they could have still a good movie still yeah. worth watching. Yeah, uh, it's definitely some dope ass like you know battles in there and shit. It could have been tied with like a nerdy black kid or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Did, they could have did that. That's but, different but, than like yeah uh-huh. coming out the hood, like just something yeah. different, you know. Yeah, I, I just think you know in in marketing like a uh, 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 a white lead is gonna like I guess get more views. Uh, you think so? You think that? I was mean, that's the, how it used to be. Like, what's what's their explanation for not using a black nerdy kid? Well, I mean, well, the whole sto- the whole thing was that he was doing a paper. Mm-hmm. Like, could it be? There's black nerdy kids. Yeah, that's in school. Like, yeah. doing a paper. But I think it was like a race driven storyline, like a white kid trying to penetrate this kind of scene and. In a sense, exploit it too a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying to make him I a mean, villain, like an anti-hero kind of dude. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I did like the fact that you know, it, you know, they they were aware, and so they did make him kind of he won, but he still lost. You yeah. know, yeah, that yeah, type yeah. of thing. So it wasn't like, it, like uh, they they. They did what they did, but they still were aware. Yeah, we just yeah. found out he saw a movie that was... It was one of the few movies I was ever into, uh, Bodied, the, the battle rap oh, movie. I didn't get to see that. Yeah, yeah which yeah, was so cool. crazy. Good, I've man. never had one guest who oh, <laughs> come on my one, yeah. show. I'm looking at him, but it's like... Hey, it's, hey, yeah, it's so it's funny. It's so different, yeah. yeah. That's funny. He's one of the best rappers in the world right here. Nah, nah. For nah. real. <laughs> for but real, I come man. from the battle rap world, so we were just talking about like how, you know, just handling roasting and shit like that, you know. I think that that's the... That's the next wave of like cool Asian cats coming into entertainment and media. Just mm-hmm. knowing how to just fucking hold your own. Yeah. In yeah. that world. Be witty. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. yeah. And not yeah. be sensitive. And That's you, man. That's you too. Yeah. That's not really my type of comedy, but I'm trying to do a lot more crowd work now and just have fun with it. And mm-hmm. just, you know, like yesterday I saw this, these two guys, they're twin brothers and they had, yeah, they're, you know, very similar wives they're, and they look like a double, double mint commercial i didn't know that's that, crazy i didn't know i knew the whole song the double <laughs> pleasure and i was singing to them mm-hmm. everybody was cracking up they were mad they were like oh they're in the crowd the, or the what? guys are like oh, i'm like why are you mad because they probably used to hearing that <laughs> oh <yeah>. right <laughs> they're mad yeah. at double mint what if gum? they did that at the same time they, like, <laughs> they were they did dude they did it at the same time they frowned at the same time <laughs> oh my god yo i mean come on um, you can't go to if you go to a comedy show with twin they were brothers in the front, you're gonna get they were it, in the front row just stop hanging out with your brother 
just say, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I love you. We have this connection, but we can't hang out no more. Exactly. And they, I go, you, they didn't even sit on the outside, you know, put the wise in the, they sat next to each other and the wise were on the outside and oh, they were like. God. Brothers, man. Yeah, the brothers. That's, that's a, twins are just a weird thing. I got a twin homies that do the same thing. They hang out together. Yes. Identical, like, just, <laughs> I'm like, change, get a perm or something. <laughs> like, just add a little flavor. Yeah, stop confusing us, assholes. That, like, ah, damn, man. It's crazy. Yeah, ah, yeah go ahead. One of the uh, funny bits you have about Asians that we have long torsos when we get off the stool, we have the same height. It's oh, yeah. funny. Is there any other um, observations you've had uh, about Asians? I don't know. Just like, and, and you've done a lot of Asian shows, too. And I, like, I remember with Asian Night, too, at mm -hmm. Laugh Factory back in the day. <laughs> Asian crowds. What are, what are your thoughts on Asian <laughs> people? No, because you've done so, a lot of Asian crowds. Say, are, we, are we more quiet or are we more reserved or no nah, i just try to like my approach is like i'm just gonna have fun and just coming from like doing like uh black comedy shows a lot when i started out where you yeah. could get booed like it's just it it just built up a way to approach like the majority of crowds and to yeah. get something out of them that is gonna make my night feel good or make their night feel good, you know what I mean? So like the, the mentality, my mentality and my plan of attack doesn't, it doesn't even matter what race you are, how old you are, right, right. you know what I mean? Or yeah, I'm, I'm just, I've been, when I was a young comic and my, I had a limited amount of material or a view of the world, like I'd get into situations that I couldn't like win in, you know what yeah. I mean? But like all those experiences like just help me like just be able to like deal with shit. Do you like adjust to and read the room sometimes before you just go in on something and maybe like switch up something in the last minute? I've, I've just no. already adjusted in life. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To And and the type of comedy that I'm doing is like a lot of it is observational but personal and a lot of people have been through these experiences. So it's just still relatable. It doesn't matter. Right. who you are you know what i mean i was thinking about that because you know what you were saying when you're uh, doing a lot of these uh rooms that was black comedy nights mm -hmm. and um now there's like these asian comedy nights yeah mm -hmm. well it's been going on but now there's a lot more yeah there's, there's so many new asian comedians well, I'm sure there's all, all there's like you know uh latino com yeah. comedy oh, nights yeah. and all that mm -hmm. but it, like obviously the, the black comedy nights they have a reputation like it's like it is it harder necessarily or is it just a different vibe what is it like or is it more brutal or they're looking for something i mean i, I think i think so this is my assessment could be I, when like when i started doing black comedy i think a lot of audiences idea of comedy was like from watching showtime the apollo right so when you were doing black comedy clubs back then like i think the audience was like you could be like ten jokes in ripping, one joke bad, they'd right. boo you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's that's, <laughs> that's the idea of show. And you're like, damn, I thought we built a ten joke relationship, <laughs> but it didn't mean anything. But I I, but, I but know now, that feel. I yeah. know that feeling. Uh, but but yeah. now there's more leeway. Like yeah, audiences right. have been, black audiences have been to more shows. Yeah, and you know you know they. <laughs> but before, 
I felt like earlier as a black comic, you had to like for being in New York, you had to just come hard. You can't have uh, one dull no, moment. No, no dull. That's moments funny you said that yeah. because <laughs> you get that actually in in the rap world too, like in battle rap too. Yeah. Like if you have one dud punchline, you lose the momentum. Mm-hmm. They boo you. Yeah. Like oh, they'll right. boo you. Like it, and it's it's crazy. Like I've seen it. You know, I'm watching in. And it's like really unfair too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the rappers is like, come, what? come yeah, on, man, yeah. it's chill. It's chill. <laughs> yeah, but I thought we had a ten joke relationship. Yeah, yeah, no, that's oh, real. It, it quickly goes south yeah. after one. Yeah, it broke up with me because I looked at another girl. <laughs> it's like it's that simple. Just looking. Yeah, no, that that is funny. That that's that's real though. I think a comedy. That's why it's tough. Like to even have an hour special nowadays too. Like I'll watch that special on Netflix and. If you lose me for a second, like I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think attention spans are so much shorter too. Yeah, I it's think I, you way know, shorter it's now. hard to do a whole hour watch it be entertained by a whole thing. You know, I'm just for the general audience. Yeah, yeah. You it, know, attention spans. I think a lot of cats have been putting out those Netflix specials. That's like you know, five comedians in mm-hmm. one special, and they're all doing like a 15 minute or 10 minute thing now. Right. Like little mixtape kind that, of joints. That's a dream. <laughs> that's my next dream is try to get in that mixtape. <laughs> just being on that one, one of those, it just mm-hmm. helps you so much. Do you have like a manager and stuff? I have like a you know call it like touring and you know, but I, it's, I haven't done much. You know, it's just right now I'm just trying to build material for whatever's. You're next. funny too, man. I, Thank I, I, you. I don't remember. I told, to I told you that you before. Say that is but I've a said that to you when after the Laugh Factory. After that, oh, PK got jokes. He got some good ass jokes. I like Thank all the shit with your family and everything. You know Thank what I'm saying? You. Thank you. Is, I, is your wife like pretty supportive of like? I mean, you've been doing this for a minute too. Like, I know. Has she always been supportive years. from the jump. Yeah. Till now, I love that she's supportive, but. You know, she's a human being too. It's kind of like, hey, uh, are you gonna make money from this? You know, like where? <laughs> when did that? that ha- when did that happen? Like within the fifteen years? Well, like, when we had our it. when we had our unplanned had our third kid, it put a huge strain. We're living check to check, even though we're both working full time. I'm gonna get two jobs, living check to check, yeah. and the comedy checks are just small. You know, so it's kind of like if I'm gonna go do a gig, I better make it worthwhile. I can't just go do some random gig. Right. You know, come back negative. Like, you know, (laughs) do some 20 person gig, you know, so it's like I have to always think, is this going to make bring money to the family every gig? You know, that's the part where that's the tough thing about passion, because you really get passionate about something and you come home not making a single dime, but you (laughs) still feel like it's like all of the day's work. (laughs) That's the fucked up thing. You Uh come back and you just still feel like you did some shit. Yeah. And they look they like. You didn't do shit. <laughs> they remind you real you, you quick. Co- you cost me. But <laughs> <laughs> you work it out, man. Thank. I've not. I've. I've been. I'm always. I don't think you should ever downplay everything you've done. I always give you mad credit for, you know, putting so many Asian artists on early on too. You know, you. given a platform for cats. Thank you. I mean, the dream is real. I remember uh, last year, Joe, Joe Coy let me open for him uh, in Irvine for two weekends in a row. It was like 16 sold out shows in a row. All these Filipinos adding me after every show at Instagram. And then he took, we took a tour bus to K-Town. And then we-, we How long ago was we, this? Last year. Last year. This is, this is before the Netflix special came out? This is after the first one came out and it was already blowing up. And then like 
once the second his, second his, one that, that second one even, the second one was sent like the him one over i feel dude, like something he, happened because you know i've been following joe for yeah. a minute too no, he was already a star but he became a rock no nah, it wasn't like this this, dude, like, right, right. this was star, some no. new shit you know what he's, i mean i don't know what it, i think he's it was at the that second special right going, is that what happened or what yeah which one which one is the special that he shot himself live in seattle is the one he shot himself and then the the last one but i feel like the hawaii one the hawaii one that really sent him over or something because i watched the seattle one and i saw like cats was on it but the hawaii one it felt like everyone he's, was kind of like he's touring like kevin hart now he's it's crazy what was your you said you had something to say about joe uh, well <laughs> i wanted to like shit on him because yeah. <laughs> uh because he's a friend of mine and he was on uh eric swartz's podcast talking about yeah i was broke i spent all my money to make this this special and i got turned down and i was like wait a minute you were rich <laughs> Like making a special is not going <laughs> to use up all your money, Joe. You're doing like 15 shows a night, like you're saying. Right. But I, I, I have to be sure of what, at what, when, which special he shot himself and when it was, because he might, I, I might be like just a, a little off. But I, I just want to fuck with him, <laughs> just period, anyway, because I know him. Like when he first moved to L.A. from Vegas, he used to like stay at my house. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he used to. Have all these connects, and we used to get us daughter clothes. Yeah, oh yeah, he and told, sneakers he told that and shit story like here. that. Yeah, yeah, and he used to make skate videos and shit like that. Oh, oh no, not skate, the, the dance video, b-boy, yeah, right. the b-boy, b-boy video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, but he was always like technologically advanced. He he used the b-boy shit and the 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 skills he had for making those videos to making like social media stuff. Social media yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he and I, so he always had that advantage. And I remember. Shit, when he when he met his girl, when he got a, they got pregnant, and I was like, shit, there's a brand new comic. How's he gonna do this? Yeah. And then getting into the Laugh Factory, right? And then getting into getting into it with the Laugh Factory, and not yeah. being able to go back, and like I, I just, he's done an amazing shit. But fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it, him man. for the first time, like. Back in the day when I was way younger, through mm-hmm. your shit collaboration, I was there. Laugh Factory all the time. We we used to hang out in K Town, and he I, was very I remember Joe I held Joe Junior as a baby yeah. too. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. He's it's just gone to another stratosphere now. Yeah, he did the forum and shit. The forum twice sold out. The forum twice, like two nights in a row, and he sold out like like seventeen nights in uh, Hawaii in a row at this theater. Yeah, yeah. It's like, crazy is yeah. the is the i mean that yeah that is crazy just kind of selling out the shit it's just one dude up there you know yeah. like, and it's not like a rock band there's all the stuff it's just that's what i'm microphone. saying you don't like that sound check is easy yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like you just go up there test the mic yeah, mean, it's so easy you send somebody else to do it for you <laughs> that's real i mean yeah. you might as well right yeah. shit i mean what's the, like a comedian rock star tour life like is it pretty it must be way more chill than like a musician's or is it does it get crazy don't look too? at me <laughs> what's, what's a musician's like anything. i mean it's pretty turnt you know like it's <laughs> you know there's partying drinking drugs girls groupies i mean you know kind of the shit you would expect yeah. from it my, it, wife, it my wife doesn't let me party with him by hilarious. the way i can only hang out with him <laughs> in daytime it's hilarious <laughs> It, it, it depends on the comic, you know what I mean? Some comics like to get turned, some just like are family people. I feel like can't lot, do none of that. It's because you know? a lot of the comedians, though, like when you become that rock star status, you're like more older and more mature. So I assume that it's less crazy because of that. 
You know what I mean? Because the rap rapper kids, like rappers, are super young now. It's yeah, like yeah. they're still mm-hmm. like you know, they you throw that shit at them and they're not ready for it and they just wow the fuck out. You know. Well, well let me ask you something about hip hop. And you talk about young rappers. Yeah. Like so, I was J Cole had beef with what rapper? This young white kid, right? Did he? Yeah. I forgot the name of the kid, but J J Cole. So they were squashing their beef. They were sitting down to talk. Yeah. And they were talking about their experiences of making it. And J. Cole said, yeah, since I was eight, you know, my, my, my older cousin or whatever had this tape and he played it. And then I started rapping since I was eight. And then yeah. J. Cole made it maybe like in his 20s. Right. And then the kid was like, yeah, man. This young white kid. I said, yeah, man. I remember two years ago I got into rapping. I made my first mixtape yeah. or first record, put it on, and then it blew up. And J. Cole was staring at the guy like, Two years ago? Oh, you're talking about Lil Pump. Lil Pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they so, sat down together. Yeah, they yeah. sat down. And it's like, so how long you been rapping? Me? Yeah. I've been rapping for 15 years yeah. 15 years? Yeah. Like, what do you, how does it feel or just seeing how fast somebody can make it rapid now without, like comedy is different. You still got to put in your time. There's some once in a while there's a comedy yeah, but there's some that comics. makes it like fast but like tiffany haddish been doing it a minute right joe been doing it a minute like right. you know everybody a lot of people been doing it a minute you're saying you know? it's happening less in the comedy world no i'm saying ha- making it like immediately right right happens there is hip-hop there isn't that in comedy right Nah. yeah not really no not really immediately the only person i remember that everybody was kind of like whoa he came out of nowhere and blew up fast was gerard carmichael gerard yeah damn gerard. everybody was like where did three, he come from three four years yeah oh really yeah, he was yeah. he was more of a fast <laughs> yeah yeah he got yeah, fat, he fast like, yeah right. i remember all the headliners were like where did this guy come from mm-hmm. yeah. right right but then right. he kind of faded he's, he's kind of no no he's gerard is doing so much oh, shit. Nah, he's oh, like, he produced rami, rami show. yeah oh that's what he's okay. yeah that no, shit just won movies. a fucking emmy and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah yeah my bad but, i didn't know yeah, he's uh, doing a golden globe or whatever yeah. but um I, I mean how do i feel about it no i don't feel or, any type of way i just mm-hmm. i i think i feel kind of bad for them a little bit and i'm even though they're successful i feel like a lot of cats aren't ready to handle that you right. know, I, I feel like, you know, my my shit's always been a steady thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like I got a more level headed situation. I'm like right. happy like these kids like aren't going to be able to handle aging. I feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> motherfuckers are dying in the early 20s and shit. Mm-hmm. Even, they don't even make it to the 27 club. You know what I mean? It's right. just like I, I don't know how they're going to be able to handle that. They're like young forever young forever and it's uh-huh. like when you get old you're like oh shit no nah, it's not forever i guess like, like, definitely like how long the, the baby been rapping apparently i mean ba- baby's been around oh, okay i heard he's been like he's been around slanging you know mixtapes and shit oh, okay. like he was at south by like in a diaper slanging mixtapes and that yeah, was yeah, his like marketing thing yeah. and shit but this was like years before he yeah. even blew up but, but, and look at like takashi how long was he rapping before yeah, he made he, it he just came out the gate and like he was you know doing his thing but i mean yeah i mean like that's a trajectory that is another sad traject trajectory right. for a young cat you know maybe maybe when he gets out he'll do something that has never been done Some before conscious because, rap bro <laughs> I, I just i just it's, it'll be crazy if he's able to continue his hip-hop career it will be based crazy. on yeah you know but if he does then it'll be that'll be unprecedented what if he comes out sounding like common <laughs> just goofy on who do, you, who do you listen to or who's your favorite uh, it's funny like because a lot of rappers are making it so fast you know they haven't like matured it 
the time to mature into good rappers. So, you know, if I'm listening to hip hop, it's still Drake, it's still Kanye, it's still... So it's not like super name. young cats. It's like, it's more... No, nah, because I listen to them and I'm like, this ain't that great. You, you don't like it. Yeah, yeah, lyrically, it's not that great. Right. You know, you know, there's, there's older people that aren't that great, but there's still, these people are like successful open micers do you like hip-hop. uk stuff like or jamaica the gar- garage and dr- grime and i used to listen to that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. skepta and all that yeah, yeah i don't even remember all the names but i used to listen to it yeah yeah idris elba <laughs> is he a rapper or a dj he's both he's both he, but he has a a, a banger out oh right. bossy bossy you heard you heard that one I might have. It's 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 oh yeah. It's nice, dude. I was like, that's he got a hit on that one. All right, he got a show on uh, yeah Netflix about yeah, it. I don't know about that yeah, show, yeah. but uh, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, um, can I ask you? I was just a personal mm-hmm. question. I've just since you're here, uh, in in uh, K Town, have have you ever dated Asian girl? Because I've seen you uh, with some very beautiful girls. I don't know if they're friends or just. Oh, where he's yeah, a player. When I was in uh, when I was in, <laughs> when I was in New York, I dated like, uh, what was? She was comic like half. Nah, she was half black, half Korean. She was like a war baby. Yeah, comic or? Nah, she wasn't oh, a comic. Oh, no, like yeah. parents met on base or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Half oh, Korean, so half black. That's nice mix. I know because that she's an Asian nice girl mix. with a booty, then right? Yeah, yeah. And it's which is rare. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a that's a cute. I I had a huge crush on a, a half black, half Korean girl growing up. But I I hit puberty late, so when I was like I was like fifteen, and we were uh-huh. both the same age, and she looked fully developed, and I was like, like my voice was cracking and <laughs> shit, and she had a huge crush on me. Oh, word! But she was like a little bigger than me, way curvier, and I was uh-huh. like nerdy with braces and shit, and like, damn, man, yeah. One of the biggest rappers in Korea is half black, half Korean. Tasha, she's like the, uh-huh. probably like one of the top. Right. Of oh, course, right. the top rapper there is half black. <laughs> <laughs> it worked yeah, out yeah. for us. She used her ethnicity. <laughs> yeah, she's dope. Um, all right. Well, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, Ian, thank you for coming on the show. Pleasure, fam. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Um, uh-huh. He's given us the Corona daps. Yeah. As he's, as he <laughs> corona daps, baby. That was how daps. I met him. He came in. He's like, I'm going to give you the Corona <laughs> dap. And I'm like, nice to meet you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's, it's it's just not hugging time. I like yeah. to come it's not, in, it's, I don't, hug everybody and say what's up. I want to make sure I want to make sure you be giving the Corona daps to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Asians. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm, that's my intention, too. Yeah, but yeah. You have the comedy club at night, but then there's this <laughs> the one person that can make you you out of reflex yeah yeah and then and shake their hand and then you do you're shaking their hand in front of everybody you already died <laughs> so then they're looking at you like this motherfucker. that's so true that's man. fucking funny that's oh, hilarious shit. so they think you like that you favor this person yeah more. no i didn't want to shake this motherfucker i'm going to the bathroom right now i know you have to pull to out the yeah, in front yeah. of them yeah exactly <laughs> see see i don't like this motherfucker more that than is you guys. so fucking funny <laughs> yeah like what is it like you, you just the reflex like yeah. Ah, damn. yeah it's a reflex like if you hit me on the knee with a hammer that's <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. leg is gonna kick out. Yeah. <laughs> what What's coming up? Is there anything? I mean, you, you always got shows, but is right. there any other shit that's popping off? Well, right? uh, like you asked me a lot, a lot about writing. Yeah. But now, you know, I had a special out last year on Comedy Central. Yeah. So I'm just trying to blow up on the road and do more road gigs. So if everybody just goes to IanEdwardsComedian.com, you see my dates there. Yeah. I'll be in Toronto. I'll be in Canada. I'll be in Melbourne for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. 
in also for the Sydney Comedy Festival. I, I'm in Tampa next week. Yeah, uh, being Calgary. You know, I'm 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 out there. Sydney you know? got a lot of Asians too. Yeah, yeah. So oh, pull yeah. up. Dumb's been everywhere, yeah. man. Let's get the Asian army over can, there. Can I say this one last thing? Thanks, Dumb, for uh, uh, letting me invite Ian. Mm -hmm. uh, you're definitely. I'm, yeah, I am kissing your ass right now. But you're one of no, the. No, just just giving me compliments. I'll no, take them. Yeah, you're one of the best <laughs> in the world. Not all, Thanks, all the headliner community say too. You're respected by all the communities. But for me personally. Mm -hmm. When you did me and Walter's radio show at Radio Korea, you oh, yeah, you're always do down to earth. There's nothing diva about you. You did collaboration. Okay, let me tell you right now. I already know that. Yeah, you are showing up for my man PK here. You did the fucking Radio yeah, Korea radio, radio, radio show. You came there. The collaboration. Cafe Blue uh -huh. collaboration, uh -huh. and you were always down to earth. So for me personally, I like you know I, when I run into you, I always uh -huh. say like thank you. So much. Is yeah. there like a Korean badge or pin we can get him <laughs> as a, like a key to the K Town city of some sort? Like, yeah. yeah, it's just you're always just cool. So thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks. Like, so thanks so, for inviting so me to do all those things. They were fun. You know? Yo, PK, thank and, you so much. Yeah. Love you for uh, you know always bridging the, these gaps. You know, and then uh, Ian, thank you so much for coming. Tune in next brother. week for another episode of Fun with Dumb. Yeah.